started up in February, we were going over our goals and he was asking me what my goals were for the year. And, uh, you know, it was like, Hey, you know, make six figures, replace my, replace my income from my W2 job, you know, and we've already surpassed that goal. You know, we surpassed that, you know, a couple months ago. So in the first three months. Yeah. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Now let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Hey, hey, what is going on, Flip Hackers? Hope you guys are all doing awesome. I am super excited today. You know, when I started out this podcast, I started by interviewing people that I knew pretty well who had a pretty amazing business. And then I also started to throw in later on some newer investors who were just kind of getting going so you guys could get that different perspective. And what's happened lately, which is pretty cool, you know, since I've been uh, coaching and having this podcast going for like three and a half years and had different coaching programs, we now have our seven-figure flipping program, is I've been able to see a lot of these investors go from being newer investor to kind of getting started to growing their business and then to really growing their business and becoming um, kind of one of the big players in, in the different markets. And that's been really exciting. So that is, is the case today. Today, I've got some incredible members of our seven-figure flipping program. We've got Steve Pesavento and we've got Dave uh, Befford. Did I say it right, Dave? Got it. You got it. Yes, you got it nailed time. it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have heard us before. I'm like, I can't, I'm horrible with names and I'm pronunciation and I kept practicing again and again. And so I'm just, I'm glad I got it. I'm not going to say it again. I'm just going to leave it at that because I'm batting a hundred. Wait, you don't bat a hundred percent. You bat a thousand. Right? Anyway, whatever. I'm the good ones too. We're good. We're good right now. So, uh, cool. So I'm really excited diving these guys' journey. They are on track collectively. They'll kind of explain. They've got a couple different businesses going on, but uh, they're on track to do over a million dollars this year and around a hundred deals. And it's just been really cool to, to see their journey. So I'm excited to dive in. It's really cool how they met up. Anyway, all right, all right. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to, ladies and gentlemen, I introduce you to you, Dave and Steve. How's it going, guys? Doing good. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great. We're excited to be here. Thanks for inviting us, Justin. Yeah, it's my, my privilege. It's been cool to see you guys' journey. So let's kind of back up a little bit. Um, I know you guys, you know, didn't start right off the bat, year one, doing flipping 100 houses, doing 100 deals, and making a million bucks your first year. So give us a little more about, about your background so we can connect those dots. Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Well, I'll let, I'll let Dave start first, and then I'll jump in next. Okay. Uh, well, so my story, um, I was active duty military for 11 and a half years. I decided to get out. My wife and I made the decision that we wanted more control over our lives. So, you know, the next uh, move was to get out and kind of, you know, risk entering the big unknown world of civilian life. So did that in the end of 2014. And that was a big move for us. We ended up moving up to Minneapolis. It's never been here before. But we've lived in like eight or nine different locations anyway, so it didn't really matter where we lived. Um, but yeah, came up here, moved to Minneapolis, uh, got a job with a you know, big Fortune 500 company up here doing the corporate thing for uh, a couple of years. After about a year doing that, I realized uh, there's no way I can keep doing this. It just <laughs> it wasn't for me. Uh, it was not a good fit. And uh, I realized it, it really didn't give me the control that I really craved over my own life. Mm -hmm. So I started exploring and um, 
you know, I discovered these things called podcasts. And <laughs> one of the first podcasts I, I listened to, no kidding, was Eight Minute Millionaire. And I don't really? think you know that, Justin. I yeah, didn't know but, that. Uh, cool. Yeah, I started listening and I would, you know, I, I would think I was just searching for business podcasts or money podcasts or something like that. And that came up. <laughs> and I, I think I binge listened to that for, you know, a couple of weeks, got through all of them, learned a lot about you and Tara and your sister. So it did even. take you eight minutes. I was wrong. That was a little misleading. I think some of them were like 38 minutes, but no, those were good. Seriously. That was the first podcast I actually binge listened to. And since then there's been a, a dozen others that I, I just love. Um, and then that led me to, you know, my wife and I actually began planning to open a donut shop here. where in the town. Right, now you didn't mention left out the crable, uh, cra crable, the cradle robbing part. Cradle ride. Oh, that was so long ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, that's a, that's a good story over a drink. Maybe. But, <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, yeah. So, well, maybe I should mention my wife, Megan, you know, we've been married for 14 years. We've got three boys, 10, eight and five. So um, it's been, it's been a wild and crazy ride. And especially the last, what, five months or so since I've gone full time to real estate investing, um, stepping out into this world. But, uh, Anyway, I, I, you know, your eight minute millionaire podcast led into your flip hacking uh, podcast and I started listening to that. Real, yeah, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of different names. It gets confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. House flipping HQ. That's the it. one that yeah. you happen to be on right now. <laughs> oh, that, that, this is one. Oh, I thought I was on. Okay. Got it. <laughs> so, uh, and then, you know, that, that piqued my interest in real estate. And uh, from there, it was just an education. I think pretty quickly thereafter, my wife and I joined House Flipping Formula, signed up and started getting educated. And a few months later, about five months into that, uh, we, we got our first deal, started flipping a house and what, you know, what was going to be a three to four week project took nine months from start right. to finish. To close, you, were you know, cursing my name for nine months. I <laughs> no, you know, I was I was cursing myself because every mistake I made, I think it was because I did not take the advice of the group and the house flipping uh, formula. You know, the the education, uh, the stuff about contractors, and um, you know, everything that went wrong probably could have gone wrong. It could have been a lot worse, but you know, we learned a ton in that time. My wife ended up getting her real estate license. She's now an agent. And uh, plans to list, you know, our flips as uh, Stephen and I do those here in Minneapolis. But uh, yeah, so I quit the, the corporate world uh, at the two and a half year mark. And that was back in March. And I've been doing this full time with Stephen ever since. Dude, that's, that is wild. First off, congratulations to your wife on getting her. I think I saw her picture, like her oh, yeah, she, picture. Was that her realtor yeah, picture? Yeah, she just changed brokerages. So they're, they're redoing everything. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, so congratulations to that. So you guys literally only did start. I don't think I realized how only how long ago you started. Like you wanted to quit your job. You're like, oh, I got to figure out how to make money. You listen to Amen a Millionaire. That led you to House Flipping HQ podcast. And you're like, oh, let's go do this house flipping thing. And you did it. I mean, I see people who are in this business for years and years and don't even do one deal or make one offer. And yet you're killing it right now just because you, you took action and you made it happen. So like two years, is that what you said when you started? I started at the end of 2014, or I'm sorry, 2015, and then five months later, we we started flipping our first house. That is awesome, that was, man. You know, May of 2016. That's but, insane. Uh, and then, and then well, you went full you know, time earlier this year. 
Yeah, and I and went full time. Uh, yeah, a little less than a year later. So I mean, I my wife would been telling me to go full-time for several months before that she's like just do it just do it you know you're not happy i'd have to do the corporate thing but i was still getting my ducks lined up and, and you know everything ready to go i had to take care of the family um but you know, finally felt comfortable enough and um you know confident enough really to be able to do that and a lot of that was um partnering with steven so you know the story with him and I, and you know. So I'll, should, I'll we, let should we let Steve give a little bit of his background, and then yeah. we'll talk that. about the uh, the marriage. Yeah, the marriage. Yeah, right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, that sounds good. I mean, my story is a little bit different than Dave's, uh, but you know, we come from similar backgrounds. Um, you know, about a year ago, I uh, you know I decided it was time to take the leap into real estate and and start doing it full time. I didn't really have any background in it. You know, I had previously worked in management consulting and managed some technical projects and started a few businesses along the way. But, you know, I was always chasing the, these ideas and, you know, we're making money, but never really, it didn't mean anything. It didn't have like a bigger purpose behind it or kind of a passion. And so, you know, uh, since I was really young, I remember kind of being obsessed with HGTV and I grew up being a grunt um, on some framing jobs, you know, with some, some family members and stacking wood and pulling nails out and sweeping and doing all the, the work that, you know, as an investor, thank God, you know, we don't have to do that. If we do it, do it the right way. But, you know, when I took the leap, it was a little bit different. You know, I had stopped consulting and you really had no other income, just pretty much burned the boats, said, Hey, I'm going to do this. Uh, didn't really have any experience or knowledge. Just was like, Hey, I, I know I can make it happen. And the, you know, I wouldn't recommend it. I'd recommend, you know, getting some experience and having some, some capital behind you and, and doing some of this stuff before. But I think by, you know, not having any other forms of income, it forced me to say, Hey, you know, I got to make this work no matter what we're going to do it. And so, um, I guess it started really by just trading my web development experience for some mentorship with a local flipper oh, and, to mention, um, you know, Dave lives in Minneapolis. I live in Southern California. You know, I grew up in, in Minnesota. Um, that's where all my family's at. And I was trying and to make real estate happen in Southern California. You know, Justin, you're just down the street from, yep. from where I live. And um, it's a tough market out here. And we met at a real estate investment club uh, not too long. How long ago? You said a year ago is when you got going? I, you know, we actually didn't meet until Flip Hacking Live. I had heard, you know, okay. I was going to do a bunch of clubs and events and, um, you know, reading all these books. And then somebody had told me about flip hacking live and I was really hesitant. I'd missed the, you know, the, the early bird special and decided <laughs> to join house flipping formula and just to get access to the event. Uh -huh. I, you know, big believer in you are the five people you spend the most time with. And I was just trying to surround myself with the right people. And, um, it was really great being at that event because it was like, we learned such a clear blueprint. We could see other people were doing what, what I wanted to do, what Dave wanted to do. And, um, just seeing that it's possible. So it wasn't like one of those events where they just bring a hundred people on stage and they sell you whatever the heck they can. <laughs> <even> if, <laughs> like. No, thank, thank God. Thank God it wasn't. I, every time I talk about being a part of a mastermind or some kind of collective, people are always like, Oh, I'm sure you're getting sold stuff all the time. And, it's, you know, it's quite the opposite. So definitely lucky to have found you guys and, and found, you know, the group that, you know, is now part of our, you know, our business family. 
I like I sincerely don't think I realized how green you guys were. I don't we, know. Uh, I don't know if you would have made it into the seven figure flipping group if we knew that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys might Pulled be one like, over on you. You might be like the newest investors in that group, like the combined between the two of you, right? Mm, um, that's pretty well, cool. That's pretty awesome. I mean, I love it because I've been doing a lot of um, calls with people who have filled out applications. Typically, I have people who do that for me, but I'm like, I'm going to get my hands dirty. I'm going to dive in, mm-hmm. show these sales guys how it's done, right? And uh, it's been interesting because I've spoke to some people who are kind of mid-level, you know, they're doing about a deal a month. And they've been doing about a deal a month for, for years. Or I've talked to some people who used to do deals and don't need more. They say, oh, you can't find deals anymore. The mark doesn't work and all this stuff. And sometimes people are kind of jaded, right? Um, so it's pretty cool to see, see you guys being, you know, it's like, you don't know, we're just going out and we're making it happen, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I love mean, it. No excuses. We, so obviously Dave and I, I don't know if we mentioned this, but we met at Flip Hacking Live. David stood up and said, hey, is there anyone else from Minneapolis here? And I was the one hand that went up and and he was bummed to hear that I actually live in California when we started talking, but you know, that's kind of, uh, you know, how the story story started. And what was really great was I had been doing marketing in California before and I had put in, you know, 70 offers on the MLS in two months and got zero deals and, you know, sent a bunch of mailers and got zero deals and went to flip hacking live and, and realized that it wasn't what I was doing. It was where I was doing it and how I was doing it. And so on the way back, kind of made a plan, um, ended up, you know, striking a deal with Dave to, to trade some of my skills for his access to six figure flipping and kind of snuck in the back door and started watching all the videos and, and, you know, you can bring a partner. So you guys became partners and yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stop it. Couldn't well, stop we weren't, we weren't even partners at the time. What was great was we, you know, I used that information to start, you know, Von Finch Homes in North Carolina with another partner I had met at an event and, you know, um, just modeled what you guys were doing and what was working. And, you know, over those few months, uh, you know, things started becoming successful and, and Dave and I had built a good relationship, which I think is kind of key to a partnership it was kind of getting to know each other and where we wanted to go. And, in February, we decided to, you know, really step on the gas and, and start going, you know, full time in Minneapolis, on top of what I was already doing in North Carolina. And, you know, I guess the rest is history is, you know, Dave quit his job and, and we're rocking and rolling. So awesome, man. Love it. That's so, so cool. Like, like I said, I mean, there's so many people out there that, oh, this business is hard. It's like, yeah, it's not, it's not easy. Like what business is everyone would be making a million dollars a year if it were easy. But the cool thing about real estate is there's so many people out there doing it and on a high level that you can do it. You know, today I actually, I sent out an email, I think it was yesterday, sharing, did you guys ever hear about that blog post I did on Bigger Pockets? Yeah, I saw that. That was one of the first yeah. I had to you. Oh, yeah, I just read that email you sent. That's right. That's yeah. right. I think so. Look, there are at least three people. Like when I wrote that, I was, it was the devastating moment for me. And I remember... Um, thinking, okay, I'm wasting my time here. This is done, like whatever. And it is crazy to look back and there's at least three people that are now in seven figure flipping on either at or on their way to make a seven figure income this year who initially found me on that post, right? And I thought here, just a bunch of naysayers, no one was listening. I don't know, man, the silent majority, I guess. But uh, I don't know what my point was of saying that. We were talking about something 
<laughs> went down a rabbit hole. <laughs> anyway, it's amazing to see what, what you guys have done when there's so many people out there who don't think it's even possible. That, that was my point. That's what I was trying to say. So anyone out there who's listening, like whatever glass ceiling you're giving yourself, like shatter the heck out of it because there's no limit to what you can accomplish in this business. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when Steven and I started, started up in February, we were going over our goals and he was asking me what my goals were, were for the year because I was, I was planning on doing this on my own. And, uh, you know, it was like, Hey, you know, make six figures, replace my, replace my income from my W2 job so I can make a living doing this. Um, you know, and we've already surpassed that goal. You know, we surpassed that, you know, a couple months ago. So In the first three months. It's, yeah. It's, That's you know, so it, cool, man. yeah, just being around people that, that have those higher goals. And now, you know, we're probably in another three to four weeks, we'll have doubled, you know, what, what we've made already. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be in multiple six figures, but I'm still not impressed with myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought, man, at this point, I'd be, I'd be even high on the hog. I'd, I'd be really impressed with myself and really proud of myself. I am proud of, of what we've, we've accomplished together, you know, but all I can think is, man, God, you know, the betters are doing 40 deals already this year. So-and-so is doing 50. Like, why aren't we there? Steven's like, Hey man, we just started. Just pull out. Well, it's it's exactly. I feel the same. I feel the same yeah. way, Dave. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's easy because your benchmark keeps changing. Exactly. The more that you get experience at one point, we're going to be happy each making, you know, six figures a year. Now we're, you know, shooting for seven figures each. Right. And, right. and it's because we're surrounding ourselves with people who are doing bigger and better, but that is a good point. You know, we have to take a step back and appreciate where we are and enjoy the journey. So yeah, that's, that's the tough part, but that's something uh, I'm, I'm definitely learning, you know, how to, how to enjoy the, the process. Not those, just, are, uh, those are all great points, but I love, I mean, you mentioned before, like you become like the people that you surround yourself with. And even at the last seven figure flipping event, there was someone who is doing like a couple hundred thousand a year and they, they wanted to talk to me on the second day. And they're just like, we, are we like, we don't feel adequate to be here. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how do you think everyone else has gotten to where they've gotten? It's because they were, they're here. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really fascinating how, we think there's a ceiling and I remember I used to go to like investment club meetings and I used to think like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm doing like a deal a month. I'm like the stuff, right? Well, you are at those meetings. You are, you are right? You are the man. You tell yeah. somebody you've got like more than one deal right now and they're like, what? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you got to take a step back and be like, hold on, you know, take kind of take a little bit of pride off and say, what am I missing here? But then, like you said, appreciate where you are. And, and enjoy the journey as well. So that's great advice. So cool. Well, tell, tell us, Steve, you mentioned, so you started out in North Carolina mm-hmm. and then you and Dave teamed up in Minnesota. Tell, I know you just wanted to take like a minute and share with us a little, kind of what you have going on out there. And then we could talk a little more about your guys' operation in, in Minnesota for a minute. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I partnered with a, a good friend of mine now named Mike Foley. I met him at a, a real estate club event in Southern California. I know Mike. He had been building and flipping. Sounds like you guys had done a deal in the past before. Yeah, it, was a, it was a crazy was a deal, man. Big deal. Hard time. But you guys came out ahead, which yeah, is we did. Part. We did. Um, yeah. And so he had been flipping and building for, for quite a while, you know, 15, 20 years experience in real estate. But, you know, the deals were pretty tough in California. And, and I was talking about marketing out of state and, and he 
was looking at actually moving out of state because of the regulations on building were a lot easier. And so, you know, we ended up kind of starting off on a trial period and only in November, three weeks after leaving Flip Hacking Live, started our first (laughs) drop in, in North Carolina with, you know, 7,000 mailers, which is more money than I had, you know, running on, on fumes in the bank account. But, you know, that ended up being, uh, you know, it, it took a few months to get things rolling, a bad time to start definitely in, in December when everyone's taking time <laughs> off from selling. But, uh, you know, we're doing great there. We are focused more on f- flipping and, and building and new construction um, because of, you know, Mike's background and doing some, some wholesale. So we have uh, 11 projects going there right now, three new construction, and uh, we've done uh, nine wholesales. But we have 15 in the pipeline, you know, three that we're going to close on ourselves, a couple of wholesales we're going to close, and a couple more that we got to sell. And so it's been great because we're able to take that experience from North Carolina um, and what we're doing out there and, and translate it into what we're going to be doing in Minnesota. So we've, we've slowed things down. We're wholesaling in Minnesota, but we're going to start doing some flips here. We just want to make sure we really understand the market and, and do things safe the right way. I, I love that because I hear, once again, people come with all these excuses. And I know you mentioned California and there are, and I know you know this, there are people who are successful in California, but for you, the bottom line is you figured out how to get it done. It's either like, we're going to get it done in California, I'm going to get it done somewhere else. And you decided to go with, with the somewhere else. And that's working out for you. But so many people come with excuses like, oh, I can't do it because of blah, because of where I live or because of, I don't have any money. Or because, like, there is no lack of resources. It's only resourcefulness, right? And you figured out a way to make it happen. And so it's so crazy to me, like you were in Irvine and you were helping with operations in two different states, which you are not even in people, you can make this business happen. No matter what it takes, you can make it happen. Love it. Absolutely. So, um, cool. So then, okay, so then let's talk a little bit about the Minnesota operation and how you guys, kind of how you guys work together and stuff. Yeah, absolutely, Dave. You want to kind of talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so in Minnesota, we've been doing uh, exclusively wholesaling up until this point. We just closed on our first flip that we're going to start just, you know, just recently. So, and then we plan to, because they're two different businesses, you know, if you can nail the wholesale business and we've got a good team in place for that and we feel confident enough now that, that uh, I can, you know, we pulled ourselves out of the day to day in that business enough that we can now focus on rehabbing and doing it right awesome. and not piecemealing it. So we're really, we're really trying to nail that process now. And that's the next step. That's really uh, where I'm focused. Um, well, yeah, yeah, you we, have the inventory too, so you can pick. You're not at the mercy of other wholesalers or or other people, right? right. You, yeah. You've got the deals coming. You can decide, I want this one, I want this one, I'm going to wholesale these ones. Right, yeah. We can cherry pick the ones we want to keep. You know, I mean, we had one recently that we were like, oh, man, this is a this is a killer deal. Let's keep it. But it turned out, hey, we could make a, a, a good profit just wholesaling it and kind of weighing our options, man. Hey, let's go for that we can make a big profit wholesaling it or a slightly bigger profit rehabbing it. Let's just wholesale it and, and uh, sure. take that money and move on to the next one and, totally. you know, s- start doing those flips. But um, yeah, we've got a great team here. And you know, the fact that Steven's got that partner and the, the business in North Carolina has to actually help. Uh, we, we've been able to leverage some things. So we leverage our systems. We leverage our, some of our people even, you know, our leads manager sure. answers the mm, phones for both geographies. Sure. So, you know, each business, you know, pays half. So there's a, there's a lot of 
you know, and with all Mike's rehab experience is going to help us out in Minnesota. Um, so yeah, a, a lot of good between the two companies that we can leverage. So the, there's, there's a couple things I'm, I'm kind of noticing. You guys have taken quick action. I mean, but actually, Steve, you did have so people can relate to this. Like you had other things you kind of dabbled in and then uh-huh. you took fast action and Dave kind of similar, you had a job and you're thinking, and then you guys, once you got going, you took action. Like what has been that pivotal moment? Like what has caused you to take so much action? Cause here's the deal at the end of the day, like the, the process, like follow the process. Like there's people out like me and Andy and all these people in, in the seven figure flipping group who are doing this successfully at a, at a making good income at it. Um, but some people just don't do it. I'm like, dude, if you guys just do it, like it will, it will work. You got to be in the, the position to do it. And right. I mean, there's all these different things, but like, what has that been? Like, how can you help someone out there who is where you were that wants to now get where you are almost like in their mind, like how, how can they get there? I think the biggest thing is that you, you need to know yourself. You need to understand what you want and what's driving you. And so it took me quite a while to figure out exactly what I'm, what I'm going after on a personal level. And I keep that in the back of my mind when I'm doing everything, when we're designing the way that the business is going to run and, and the people that we're going to bring on and who we want to surround ourselves with. But at the end of the day, you have to have stakes. For me, those stakes were you know, not having any income, a fear, an honest, truthful fear of failing, of, of, of taking the leap but not letting that fear stop me from kind of moving forward. Um, you know, we didn't take, taking a look around and realizing, okay, like what's going to be the benefit if, if this succeeds versus what's going to be the downfall? How long will it take me to get back to where, where I was? And I realized that, you know, if I spent a year of my life or two years or however long it took to, you know, become successful and, you know, if I lose thousands of dollars, like how long will it take me to go back and get that corporate job where I can make six figures again and be stuck at the desk doing the things I don't want to do. But you know, there's always that safety net of knowing, Hey, I can get back there if I have to. And the upside was a thousand percent higher. And so it was a no brainer. I got to take the leap. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm the same way. I think probably along the same lines. I know Tony Robbins talks about pain and pleasure. You know, and I don't know if you got that from somebody else probably, but you know, we either seek to, we seek pleasure or we try to eliminate pain. For me, it was a matter of, it took me about a full year of really surrounding myself with a mastermind, a virtual mastermind group, you know, being podcasts, you know, yours Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. was instrumental in my, in, in my mindset, Justin was, it took a year to condition my mind to get over that fear of the what ifs, um, Mm -hmm. and to where the pain of, of not doing it and not, and having that regret years down the road was way greater than any pleasure I was currently getting by having a secure job with a great paycheck. So it was all, you know, I, I, I like to replay that Braveheart speech, you know, like <laughs> hey, years from now, when you're sitting on your deathbed and you look back and you can trade all those days from that day, you know, from this day until then, would you trade it just to go back and try to take a chance and do this? you know, and absolutely. I want, you know, I want an extraordinary life, not, not an ordinary life. Oh, I love it, man. You're giving me chills. <laughs> yeah, and everybody in the group is the same way. I mean, that's what absolutely. I love about the seven figure and, you know, the, and the house flipping formulas, everybody in that group, it's a, it's a mindset. Everybody's on different levels as far as their experience and even their, you know, their revenue coming in or, or how mature their business is. But 
everybody's mindset is the same. And it's amazing to talk to people, to surround yourself with people like that when you're all, you're all in the same wavelength. Yep. Yeah. Well, I work every, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle in life period, right? Whether you got a day job or whatnot, the only difference is you get a guaranteed check each, each month. Um, so if you're going to struggle, like you're guys are right. Like the upside is so much bigger. Now look, just, this isn't very politically correct. Right. But there are some people out there that just aren't very competent. Right. But, but then again, you can't have a normal job if you're not competent. Right. And, and I yeah. say competent, like I'm not, you guys saw how long did it take me to figure out my audio. <laughs> right. Like my wife yeah. was in here. Hey, I'm just throwing it out there. You guys saw like, whatever, like I'm not nothing to hide. Like when I say competent, it doesn't mean super smart. I'm just saying like, if you're capable of having like a regular job where you have to think like, you can do this business right? or any business, right? It's not going to be easy, but there are two kinds of people. I say this all the time. There are people that find a way to make it happen and people who find excuses why it can't. And I guarantee you there's someone out there who heard you guys talk about, oh, this works great because we have a, a lead intake person who works and they're like, oh, that's why it works for you guys. Cause you have that. And no, like you guys took that and you made it work, right? Like, you guys are taking every situation you have and you're making it work. And there's some people who make it work and some people who don't. So find a way. And the thing is, you're not going to know what that way is going to look like. You're going to have an idea, but you're not going to know 100% until you move into the dark. And then the light will start to shine as you move. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, and to your point with you not being able to figure out the audio on the call, I mean, we all have those challenges. We're just normal people. And I think that's what's so enlightening about being at Flip Hacking Live, being a part of this community, joining Seven Figure. It, it's, it, you're inspired because these are just, we're just a bunch of normal people. I mean, we might be going from zero to a million in, in less than a year, but I'm not special. You're not special. We just took action and did it. And we saw that, hey, Everyone else in the group is just a bunch of normal guys and gals who are, you know, just trying to build a, build a company and build a life. Why do you think surrounding yourself with the right people is, is so important? And how much longer do you think it would have taken you if you didn't do that? I, I, I can 100% say that I would not be where I'm at if I wouldn't have, you know, been at the seven-figure event. The, the one difference, though, is that, you know, no matter what, I was going to find the group. Yeah. Whether it was this group or another, I had to figure it out. I had burned the boats. So I was going to do it. But by surrounding yourself with those people, it changes your mindset on what it is that you can do or what it is that you should go after. Because if you end up surrounding yourself by, you know, mid-level managers, there's nothing wrong with being a mid-level manager. Sure. I, I want to hire a bunch of them. They're going to be great people to be on our team. And but I'm even the people on our own team, we're going to try to grow them up to think like we think, yep. because when you see somebody, you know, going from making 50,000 to 100,000 to a million or somebody like, you know, who's trying to make a million dollars a month and you see that all it takes is, hey, I just got this idea. I'm going to put it into action. I'm going to put some people behind it. You're like, oh, hey, that's easy or it's not easy, but it's doable and it's achievable. So it changes the way that you think about things that you're going to tackle. It makes them seem, you know you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll, you'll never know the benefit of surrounding yourself with people with the same, with that mindset until you do it. Because once you start doing that, I mean, and this just started with me listening to podcasts and getting my mind right, I would go to work and be surrounded by the other mindset, you know, the corporate 
you know, nine to five, go to college, get a good job, you know, get good benefits, that kind of mindset. And I just couldn't relate anymore. And it would, so my last year and a half there drove me nuts because I couldn't relate. I mean, I'd love the, a, a lot of the people I work with, like, you know, great rapport with a lot of the, the people there and had fun uh, sometimes, but you know, just, <laughs> just couldn't relate to, you know, the discussions we would have at lunch. Yeah. I, I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. But, but you'll never know the benefit it has until you surround yourself with those people and realize what you've been missing out on. That's so cool. I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I recently went to a higher level mastermind group than I've ever been to. And I left that meeting and I was like, oh my gosh, like now I won't be happy till I make a hundred million a year, you know, <laughs> but it's wow. not like, it's not once again, I think it's the combination of being happy with content and fulfilled and happy, but not like settling for, for less than, than what you can do. You know, and I think a lot about, you know, you got people out there with the, the hustle and the grind and, I believe to a degree, yeah, you do whatever it takes. You burn the boat, you make it happen. But you also like, I'm all about creating a business that works for you. Mm-hmm. So then I got, I got kids out there. I don't know if you guys have heard them in the background, but like, <laughs> I mean, they, they want to do things with me. Like when I'm on my deathbed, like, yeah, I'm going to look back and think of a couple things. Did I give it my all like in my, in my, my, my life that I just, or did I just settle for a nine to five or whatever? But then also like the relationships, right? Yep. Um, so I- so it's that balance, right? I want to point out something that I think you and I and Dave and a lot of people from our group know, but for some people that are on the outside, maybe they, when they hear the number, oh, you're going to make a million or a hundred million or a half a million or whatever that number is, people get attached to it and say, money's not everything. Yeah. Well, for us, it's not about the money. It's yeah. about, it's about a lifestyle. It's about creating yeah. something bigger and, and doing something that matters to people. Yes. And the, the money is just a scorecard in business. Yeah. It's the best scorecard you have to show you know, that things are working. And so I just want to point that out because I think a lot of people kind of have a limiting belief about money. And I've even personally had one from time to time, like, I don't need that much. I don't need that much. But having more does not is not a worse thing to do. So I agree a 1000%. Go ahead, Dave. I think you're gonna make a comment on that. Yeah, I was just gonna agree as well. I mean, you know, the, the things you can do, the more money you have, the greater things you can do, the greater good you can bring to others. Um, so yeah, it's definitely not a bad thing. And uh, I, I like it. It's, you know, Jim Rohn says something about, you know, once you be, become a millionaire, it's, it's not the money, but it's who you become in the process. Yes. And I think I've heard you say that too. Yep. Yeah. That's powerful. And, and anyone who has gotten there, like knows that, right. They know it's like, you, you can relate to that person. Cause it's, it's not just, Oh, you have, you know, million, a couple million in your bank account, whatever. It's, I know what you went through. You know, I served a, a mission for our church uh, when I was 19 for a couple of years and all missionaries, like we know, like I know what you went through, right? And it was not easy, two years, hardest two years of your life. But it's the same thing with someone who's, who's accomplished something through an entrepreneur. We know it wasn't easy. We know what that person went through. We know we share those battle wounds, right? right. Um, but it is, it's, it's the person that you become. And then it's also like what you're, what you're able to do. I believe we are stewards of, of that money. And, you know, I've been in positions where I was okay with just getting by. And you know what? When, when something happens, because in business there are ups and downs. In life there's ups and downs. When you have one of those downs and you were just getting by, that's not very fun. When your wife's pregnant with her third kid and you go up and see her crying in the room and you feel like you've let her down again, right? And you almost yeah. have to go back. Um, like that's not fun. So it isn't just about making money, but making money is step number one. 
Um, and, and, you know, some people share, there are people out there that make money. They work hundred hours a week. They never spend time with their kids that they're, they're never satisfied. They never get like content enough. Right. But mm-hmm. I believe it's just like a sport, you know, play like in football. It's like play between the whistles, go all out. So for me, um, I'm going to go all out like in a certain amount of time. I, I moved here to San Clemente a few years ago, thought I had arrived. I'm just going to hang out with the family and go like, you're not fulfilled. Like, yeah. You've got to do more. We are not put here on this earth to just hang out. You know, you've got to be creating, you've got to be helping people. You've got to be giving back. Part of that is those relationships in your family, but they get sick of you too, man. My wife was sick of me falling around the house all day, right? <laughs> She's like, dude, my sex drive is not as strong as yours. Leave me alone. <laughs> you too? <laughs> but uh, anyway. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> awesome, man. Yeah. All right. Love so you. derailed there a little bit, but uh no, but I, I totally, totally agree. I mean, I've got, I mean, the people that you're able to help within your company, like the jobs you're able to give people, like people uh, within my company that are able to make six figures in my company and, and multiple six figures, we continue to grow and push towards that hundred million. It's going to change their lives. I'm going to see Kyle be able to buy a house for his family and, and get, just make a little more than he was making before. And, and to be able to continue to grow and get excited about life and their job. And then the charities that we're able to support without even thinking twice about it. I mean, I didn't know you guys were going to spend four grand on hot dogs at our last event. <laughs> I mean, so I ended up getting to contribute $4,000 to help Jeremiah on the race that he's doing to help cure diabetes. I mean, how, it's just cool to be able to do that kind of stuff. Super, super. Yeah. Exciting. So. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm, I'm asked one more question and then we'll, we'll wrap up with having you guys give your final uh, word of advice, but so you guys are, you guys are partners, right? Like, some people like partners, some don't, whatever. I mean, whatever, right? But how do you make it work? Like, I know, I know it has its own sets of challenges. I mean, you guys work in different places. Like, how do you, how does it work? Does it work? Is it challenging? What are the challenges? What do you recommend to anyone out there who's considering partnering up with someone or not? That was a loaded question with lots of questions, but let's talk about it. I would recommend talking to somebody who's in that position. Uh, I did that. I reached out to Mike and Mike and had a conversation with them. Like, hey, how do you guys how do you guys make it work? You know, and what, what should I be thinking about? What am I not thinking about before I do this? Um, you know, and I think the biggest thing for Steven and me, um, is that we have the same vision, the same goals, you know, we're, we're not like, Hey, let's, let's each make a hundred grand a year and, you know, and just live the easy life. It's no, let's grow this big business. Let's do this. You know, we'll sacrifice to, to get there. And then, you know, let's just, let's blow it up. Um, and then just setting, you know, who's, who's going to be in charge of what beforehand. Yeah, absolutely. I I think, I think you, you touched on it. It's being really clear on who you're partnering with, getting to know them, knowing that you can trust them and, and just having really clear communication, you know, upfront Dave and I, and, and Mike and I, for that matter, you know, we sat down we talked about what we were looking for. We talked about, what we're trying to do and we try to set clear expectations and you know along the way there's going to be bumps and and bruises and difference of opinion but you find a way to communicate about it and to be frank you have to be really direct sometimes you have to say hey this is what i feel and this is the way i feel it so that they know and you know and you guys can have that open conversation because you know there's a little give and take and sometimes you know i might say okay well let's do that like even if it's different than what I wanted to do or, you know, vice versa, but it's 
running a business is kind of a lot like a marriage. Not that I would know single guy and all, but, um, <laughs> you know, you're, you're financially connected to somebody. Uh, you have to figure out how to make things work over the long run. So, uh, I mean, communication is number one and, and trust is definitely right up there. Awesome. That's great advice. Yeah. Right, well, go ahead, Dave. Oh, if, if you can't trust uh, your partner with your social security number, then I would say you probably shouldn't do it. You know, seriously. Sometimes yeah. people say it to me, like some of the people that work for you, like, these are like high level people that work for me. That been, I know them for a long How do you trust them with this and a credit card? I'm like, okay. Like if you can't, I don't know. To me at the end of the day, you got to trust people to a certain degree. It's just a part of it. Yeah. I think the, the other smart thing about too, it, but. the other thing too, that I, I didn't mention and we probably didn't mention is, is to have very clearly defined roles. You know, as business owners, we end up doing a lot and we yep. kind of cross over in different areas. But for Dave and I and, and, and Mike and I, we, we've separated out who's in charge of what and what's expected. Ensure that kind of changes from time to time. But, you know, that I think that is essential because then you can say, hey, you know, this is my territory. I think this is what's best. And there's a major disagreement. You work it out. But you know, you kind of trust the other person to do what's right for their, their area. Super huge advice. I used to work with someone who he wanted to go do everything together. <laughs> like he was kind of like, dude, like, dude what, what's the point? What's the point of this? Yeah. Right. And sometimes yeah. then you get to the point where you're discussing everything. It takes longer to make a decision together and then would on your own. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm splitting the profit for getting like half the work done, but that does not equate one plus one in the partnership needs to equal 10. Right. Right. Sense. And it seems like you guys have figured that out. So that's pretty, I, I'd like to put a quick disclaimer out there. I don't think partnering is the right choice for everybody. You know, cool. I happen to be somebody who, you know, I definitely believe like sometimes it can be easier if you do it on your own or if you kind of hire people um, because you're the one who's making all the decisions. But for me, and I, I think Dave would feel the same, you know, it, we bring different things to the table and yeah. we know that kind of going into it and we figure that out and you know, right now and it looks like it's going to work for the long term. You understand term. your roles. That's, that's cool. Exactly, and I think yeah. one, one kind of mind hack, like you guys mentioned earlier about like quitting your jobs and stuff like that is at the end of the day, like, so what, like if, it, I mean, it's going, it is working out, but if it doesn't, or maybe like it doesn't for like eternity, whatever, like it got you to where that next point. Right. And, and you grew and you learned and, and anyway, so. Right. Awesome. Okay, guys, I got um, just a couple minutes before I have, one more call I need to make for another potential seven figure flipping member. <laughs> I'm only going to do this probably for a couple more weeks, man. It's, it's tough getting on these calls all day long, but I love it too. So anyway, now I'm talking about other stuff and I only got two minutes. So last words of advice from, from both of you for people out there who are trying to, to get to where you guys are, at least get going in this business. Steven, you want me to go? All right. Um, I would just say, make up your mind. You know, the, the power of a made up mind is it's powerful. So if this is what you want to do, make up your mind and do it. Um, if you're, if you're wavering, if it's, if you've been like you've said before, Justin, if you've been listening to podcasts and reading and studying for a year and you haven't done anything, probably go find something else to do. Yes. Mm -hmm. But if this is what you do, want to do, make up your mind, go for it. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. That's ironic. No wonder we're partners. I mean, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's find your tribe and decide, you know, cut yourself off from all other options. Yep you know, push your chips in and just go and do it. Who, you know, who cares if you fail? If you, if you don't have enough failures under your belt, you're not trying enough things. Um, and so I think you just need to get after it. So, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing is just, just do it. Take the leap. 
Love it. If it doesn't work, the government takes care of you, right? Either yeah. way you win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. Well, Just kidding. well, definitely looking forward to, to Flip Hacking Live. And yeah. yeah, thanks for putting that on, Justin. And if anybody's interested in finding out more about what we're doing, you guys can check out vfinvest.com for some more information on uh, you know our little journey. If you're interested in following us over the next few months, we'll be putting up some stuff on there. Awesome. Well, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for what you have shared with us. And I cannot wait to see you guys at the seven-figure flipping event in San Diego in just yeah. a couple months. Yeah, and flip packing live combined. So good stuff, guys. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see you guys in 12 months. I can't believe how far you've come in such a short period of time. So thank you again, and we will see you on the flip side. See ya. Doggy. How about those guys? <laughs> Isn't that amazing, guys? Um, I, I literally had no idea that they have grown their businesses as, as fast as they did. I knew they were rock stars, but um, wow, it's super cool. So, anyway, where do you guys, where do you want to be 12 months from now, right? Like, what is it going to take to get there? What are your limiting beliefs that are holding you back? Are you ready to let go of those? Because uh, really, it is, it's your mind and your willingness to take action and put yourself out there and, and change your life. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. It's time for a change. So uh, if you are a six-figure investor and you're ready for the seven-figure flipping program, you can go to sevenfigureflipping.com and fill out an application. I would love to see you in the group come October in San Diego and love to have you at that meeting with Steve and Dave, with Andy, with Bill, with Mike and Mike, with Don Costa. With the flipping junkie, Danny, or actually Melissa Johnson is now the flipping junkie, and her assistant, Danny Johnson. Um, would love to see you guys there with all, all these other people that are just absolutely killing it. Uh, with with uh, Anyway, lots of people who are, are crushing it, making high six and seven figure incomes. Uh, you're around those people and you just can't help become like them. It's pretty cool. So uh, if you are not quite ready for... Seven Figure Flipping, I have some exciting, exciting news. Uh, last week, my event coordinator, Sherry, reached out to me and sent me a Vox. I should... Here, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab it for you guys real quick. Okay, so first of all, to preface this a little bit, a lot of you guys have been reaching out asking about Flip Hacking Live. Unfortunately, we sold out months ago. Um, and it was it was a bummer because if anyone who's done an event, like it's not cheap to get the rooms reserved. And you know, you go through all these logistics and you never know, like my first event, like are people going to show up, right? Like I didn't even know. And uh, fortunately they did. And it was an awesome event. Um, so we decided let's get twice as many uh, room for twice as many people. And we did that and it got sold out within a few months and we, there was nothing we could do. We couldn't have anyone else. Um, so last week I was super stoked to get this fox check it out hi justin i have some awesome news for you i just got off the phone with angela at the los coronado bay resort and she's been pushing for us to get us the larger ballroom space and because your room block is doing extremely well she was able to secure it so i'm going to be getting from her probably by tomorrow an updated agenda of events that show we will be getting the Commodore Ballroom for your event. But basically, it's telling what I'm telling you now so that you know for marketing purposes that you can fit more people. Um, I'll explain to you how that all is going to work later, but I wanted to give you this great news now so that uh, you can kind of go full speed with your marketing. 
and um, then also let me know what you want to do about your room block, if you want to add any more rooms to accommodate the additional marketing. Thanks, Justin. Talk with you later. That's what was happening when I got that news. They were angels singing from above. Uh, The only bad thing is I wish I would have known this several months ago because we've had a lot of people reach out um, and want tickets. So super exciting still that we have the opportunity to allow a lot more people to come that that previously would not have been able to come. So this is what we're going to do because we do have a lot of rooms um, and we have such little time. We are going to go back to an early bird special price at least for the next uh, week or so or until we sell, get close to selling out again, uh, which I have a feeling is, is going to happen because we have a lot of people who, who have been reaching out and who are on the waiting list. So the way this is going to work is you can go to fliphackinglive.com and you will either find, depending on when you show up, that there are tickets available or that there is a, a waiting list. And what I'll do is I will send out an email to everyone at the same time, letting them know when tickets are available. And it's kind of like first come, first serve. And then as if we have more open up, I'll send out an email again. And we'll only, we can only allow a certain amount to be sold because I have a lot of high-level clients that, that kind of have um, – that I need to reserve some for. But I'll get a better idea of that as as we go on. So go to flippackinglive.com and either reserve your tickets now or get on the waiting list so you can be the first to receive that email. And let's let's get you there. Uh, I mean, it, it's crazy. You will have the opportunity to hear from the nation's top real estate investors, people who are really close to or are making a million dollars or more in this business. Uh, it's it's amazing and like. Like uh, Dave and Steve talked about, this isn't the, your typical seminar. This isn't a pitch fest. This is people who are the real deal, who are doing this business in every part of the country right now at a super high level. I mean, I could charge $10,000 for this event. You know, my students pay, my high level students pay $25,000 to be a part of seven figure flipping. But once a year, we pull back the curtain, we open up the door for everyone to give everyone the opportunity because I've been in your shoes. And we want to give you the chance to to come check it out and, and see what it's all about. And then hopefully my my evil plan <laughs> is that you'll learn enough, you'll go back, you'll implement it, and that someday uh, we will be able to serve you at a higher level and you will become be able to become a part of seven or eight figure flipping. Um, because I believe your your net worth, your net worth, your network is your net worth, right? And and I just love being around high level people. And my goal is to get you there. So I want to help you get there so you can afford it. Um, and, and have it make sense to continue to grow together. So anyway, all good stuff, guys. Love you a ton. I uh, can't wait to see you at Full Packing Live. I know I'm going to see so many of you. Um, and it's, it's really exciting, but yeah, get out there, take action. Like, where are you going to be? Like, like Dave talked about, like when, when you're looking back on your life, like you're going to look back and have regrets or you're going to say, I gave it my all and I made it happen. Uh, we're here to help. You guys can do this, live in the moment, but, but keep growing, do everything you can. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. We'll talk to you guys next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. Bye-bye. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your your ultimate house flipping resource. For intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.